Uh, Drew Atkins joins us on the hotline now. Drew, appreciate the time this afternoon, my man. How you doing? Hey, man. How y'all doing? We're good, buddy. We're good. You busy a little bit this time of year? I'm, uh, man. I'll tell you what. I'm out here walking on this uh, this fresh turf that we just laid down on our uh, on our game field, and uh, just just getting excited about the uh, season coming up. Talk about that. What is it? Uh, artificial turf. Yeah, listen, man, I, I can't think, uh, you know, our, our director of schools, Dr. Cash and, and Bradley County Schools enough. They, they decided back, uh, in June, uh, that they were going to, to put turf down at our field, uh, and at Bradley Central and just what it does to me, um, you know, even more than the football side of it is it speaks that our county is serious about uh, the sport and about us being good and about us being elite in this in the sport and in this area. So, for them to to fork over uh, the money that they have in order to to give us an elite facility when it comes to you know pub, public schools, uh, this is as as good as it gets in this area. So no we're excited about it. Uh, and and I talked to my dad. And dad, you know, dad got that one down at Ringgold after the tornadoes came through. Uh-huh. And he said, "Son, I, I've been in this for 25 years, and uh, it's going to add it's going to add 10 years to your career, no matter how long you do this." So, I'm excited about that. Why will it add 10 years? New turf. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to mow. You don't have to paint. There you go. There you go. There you it to the end of your career. Well, so you, he, he may coach for 20 more years. Who knows? <laughs> And if you're and if you're like Ringgold High School and, and putting down the turf like they did a couple of years ago, then you can let the little leagues play on it on Saturday all day long. You don't have to worry about yeah. it if it getting muddy and tore up mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So that's another great side to it too. It don't, it don't it's not just about the high school level players. It trickles down to the youth leagues too. It's unbelievable, and just the things that we're able to do hosting band competitions, allowing PE classes up here. It really. And part of our selling point, and I truly believe this, it, it, it helps every single student in our school. When you talk about a band of 300 members being able to go practice on a turf field, when you talk about PE classes and baseball and soccer and all the the uh, sports that's going to impact, it, it's just it's a great investment for our kids and our community, and we're excited about it. Coming off the record wins uh, in the program history, now how long, refresh our memory here, how long has uh, Walker Valley been around? Uh, Walker Valley last year was our twentieth year, twentieth uh, year competing. So yeah, it, it, I remember playing against them when I was in high school. You know, Charleston. I remember the last game at Charleston High School. Dad was there for the last regular season game, and Boyd beat Charleston uh, to win the region back then. And uh, you know, Walker Valley's built the next year, and I played against Walker Valley in two thousand three uh, when they were brand new. Um, and just how far it's come is, is really. Really impressive. It is, no doubt. Coming off the best uh, record in school history uh, last year, was it what eight and two? Uh, just kind of talk about how many <clears throat> how many players you return. I know uh, Tucker Pope was a quarterback, right? So he's on to college. So just a little bit about who returns yeah. and what you think you're going to have at quarterback. Yeah, you know uh, we got uh, you know eight and eight and two regular season, and really. Uh, you know, eight and three overall is what the two display gives us. But I, I still, I still am going to claim that night. Uh, you know, with the COVID, uh, we had, we had a team choose not to play us to to make up a region game uh, because of the COVID situation. So I, I like counting nine and three, but it, it was an eight and three year. You know, beating Powell 
in the playoffs, the number two team in the state is something that uh, it was a, such a huge win and so exciting for our program. And, uh, you know, kids coming back. We got, we got six kids on offense coming back, uh, two offensive linemen, <clears throat> three receivers that we really like, a running back that we really like. So, uh, you know, Spencer Jackson coming back at running back is probably uh, our most experienced player uh, overall. He's played since his freshman year. He's going to play running back. And uh, where I really think he'll shine is at safety. He's just had a, has a nose for the ball. Uh, defensively, really, we only have three guys returning uh, as starters, but we have 14 lettermen returning, which I think is a bigger deal. And it kind of shows how we want to build things here. You know, we don't mind seniors starting, but we want to play a lot of guys. And for us to be able to have, you know, 14 guys that are returning lettermen that played on that side of the ball, uh, that's a big deal for us. And, and you don't just letter because you're on the team here. You letter by playing. So 16 quarters gets you a letter. That means our guys have had four games experience at least, um, you know, coming back defensively. So I'm excited about those guys on defense. They're flying around. I, I, I think they're going to be able to, to keep us in some ball games early as we learn uh, under center. And, and when I say under center, I think Ryan – Lay uh, is the name you're going to hear a lot about. He, he's taken over for Tucker. Uh, he's got the most talented arm. You know, we've had a lot of good quarterbacks in, in my career between Udwa and Red Bank and here. Uh, he's probably the most uh, talented arm out of any of them. Wow. Um, but, yeah, he's got, he's got more arm talent than any kid I've ever had. Brody Bender, uh, you know, Kelvin Leon, Maddox Wilkie, Tucker Pope. You know, he has more arm talent. Uh, where we're we're training him right now is just the mental side of things and uh, him controlling the game and being a true quarterback, not just a thrower. You know, anybody can go out there and be a thrower, uh, especially with his type of arm talent. Uh, but but to be the mental, um, you know, solid rock for us on our team, that's what we're working with him on. And he's really shown a lot of maturity over the last uh, six months since he's he's kind of taken the job over. What's his name again? His name is Ryan Lay. Ryan Lay, L-A-Y. All right. So, Coach, L-A-Y, I, yep. I know you – I kind of think I know the answer to this question. You're just, and most coaches will say, hey, we just got to worry about us. But when you looked at the, look at the reorganized regions and uh, your region specifically, uh, it, it's got to it's gotta make you feel a little better knowing that, you know, some, some teams have lost some, some major pieces. And you lost some major pieces. I mean – um, when you look at the region, uh, you, do you, are you feeling pretty good about your team? I know there's still some time there to to practice and, and get ready, but uh, you, you got to feel like you're going to be one of the at least contend for the for the region title. Yeah, you, well, you know that's our expectation. Uh, no matter what's happened with the other teams, yeah, you know, I, I, I should have learned. Chris Brown is one of the best I've ever been around at coach speak and doing you know saying what you need to say and you know talking down and. He's one of the best, and I love Chris, and I, I joke with him. But and listen, our goal is to win the region. You know, we have three goals uh, on our team. Uh, we want to win the region. That's the number one goal in our program because it sets you up uh, for a deep playoff run. Uh, and that's always going to be the first goal. You know, last year we fell a little short. Uh, we were up on Ray County, and it, that game got away from us at the end. Uh, but mentally, I just don't think we were ready to win that ball game. Uh, but then you lose the bottom two teams out of your region with Saudi and Lenore City, uh, you know, dropping out. And then you see uh, the influx of McMinn County out of 6A. And then 
uh, Udawa dropping down at 6A, and then obviously an athletic uh, team in Howard coming up at a 4A. And, and you know what? I really uh, like the influx of, of better teams, uh, you know, because it's going to prepare you more for the playoffs. It's going to prepare you to win in November. Uh, you know, I loved our, uh, you know, that season last year, but we didn't have a whole lot of – there were games where we knew if we got there we were going to win. Um, so, so and, and really, y'all know this, for the past two years, we've been in the playoffs before the season's even started. Yeah, no. uh, we've talked about that even last year. Hey, how do you how do you motivate your team when you're already in the playoffs? There's there's nothing really to play for, and we talked about hosting playoff games and those kind of things. But but that's no longer the case. You have to win ball games now uh, in order to be in the playoffs, and you got to win multiple ball games to host. So th- that's a big deal and, and something that's going to push us. Uh, but winning the region is our number one goal. Uh, and then we want to have back-to-back winning seasons. Uh, that's never been done in Walker Valley history. You talk about some of the things that we've done since we've been here with the most wins, and that's great. You know, we hit, we've, built, we've built a season, and that's exciting. It was a great year. But if we want to build a program, uh, and to do that, you've got to consistently do uh, what we did last year. So winning back-to-back uh, seasons of above 500 is a big deal to us, and that's something that our, our seniors are really striving to do, to be the first group to win back-to-back, uh, to have se- two back-to-back seasons of uh, 500 or more. So uh, our kids our kids thrive off the legacy of what has never been done here, uh, and we really sell those things. So I'm excited about our region. I think it's going to prepare us for big things. Uh, in November, uh, and, and the level of competition is great. Uh, I do think that we have the pieces to compete in it. You know, I wouldn't set that goal for us. If if that goal wasn't attainable, I wouldn't set that goal. So I believe it's attainable, uh, but it was attainable last year and we fell short. So we got to make sure that we're doing everything that we can do uh, to make sure that we don't fall short this year. I would imagine goal, th- goal three is a state championship, right? Well, uh, you know that that's a that's a lofty goal. I, I think we <laughs> we try to set things that have never been done here. Okay, you know, so so we want to make it to the quarters. You know, I, I think our third goal is we want. You know, last year um, our goal was to win a playoff game. You know, that's something that had been done one time in Walker Valley's history, uh, and to beat Powell, the number two team in the state. You know, when we when we drew Powell, it's like man, that was a great goal, guys, and it, it's <laughs> it's a shame that it's going to come to an end before. Um, you know, I think there's there's even some doubt in our own minds, but man, it, I I couldn't have asked for a better game out of our kids that that night, and for us to be successful was awesome. But what it did was it kind of let us, it kind of made us let our guard down, and we learned some things about ourselves that once we accomplish a goal, we need to reset a new goal because it was one of those things where hey, we we accomplished what we wanted to accomplish. We we fell short on the region, but we we had the most wins in school history, and then we went and won the playoff game, and that was our goals. Well, when you accomplish those, what we learned is if you don't set new goals, if you don't set bigger goals, that that there's nothing driving. The drive was gone, uh, which we went up to Knox West, and you could see it. You could just see that, that we felt like we had accomplished what we meant to accomplish. So this year, we're obviously, we want to – make it to the quarterfinals, which is a, a, another step in the playoffs. But I think what you'll see different this year, that if we get to that goal, uh, we'll spend the next week talking about a new goal, uh, which would obviously, if you make it to the quarters in 5A, then you have the ability to win it all in 5A. Uh, so that would become the goal. But, but right now I think we're just looking 
uh, at the realistic goal of trying to set something where we could accomplish that uh, by going to the quarters. I think that's real. And if you get to the quarters, uh, then then obviously – uh, there's a chance to win it all. Right. You guys take on Red Bank uh, Saturday the 14th at the Best of Preps Jamboree. Obviously, you, you mentioned your uh, connection with Chris Brown there. And then that's at 7.30, and then at 8.30 you'll take on Baylor. So, well, you're going to get a real test of, uh, first of all, two teams you don't play in the regular season, but secondly, uh, two teams that are just with fantastic talent on their roster. So you're going to be – it's a good measuring stick is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no doubt. You know, we need that. We we don't really know who we are, to be honest. Uh, I know that we have talent. I know we have a lot of talent, honestly. I know that our skill positions, you know, we got four receivers back that, that I love, and I got three receivers behind them that I love, too. I got two running backs that we love. I, I think our skill position's better than we were last year. Uh, and obviously, losing Brody Swafford doesn't ever help uh, a, a skill position, you know, Brody's up at Austin P right now, and he's competing to to earn a travel spot, you know, year one, which is awesome. So losing Brody's a big deal to us, but man, we got we have seven to eight receivers that I really trust to throw into a ball game, and there be very little drop off. Um, and then you you throw in Ryan his arm talent, and then Spencer and Tucker. I know that we have talent. I know we can go to a seven-on-seven seven and win a shorts and T-shirt football game, you know. But, but the, the, the rough news is is that we have to put pads on. Like, they don't let us, to, they don't let us play shorts and T-shirt football on Friday <laughs> night. Um, and, if, and if they did, I'd feel really good about where we are because I know who we are when it comes to those things. Um, but they, they're not going to let us do that. They're going to make us put pads, and they're going to rush, rush our quarterback, and we've got to make sure we protect. So, Playing against teams like Red Bank and Baylor in that atmosphere, we're going to figure out who we are really quick. Uh, and, and what I hope to see is that these offensive linemen that we're working right now are going to be up for that task. So I like the guys that we have up front, uh, but we only have two with real experience. Uh, so, so we need our other three, four guys that are in rotation uh, to, to feel what that feels like and feel the pressure that it takes to, to protect uh, a kid like Ryan who, who's athletic, but we want to stand back there and throw the ball, you know, 25 to 30 times a game. If we want to do that, we better be able to protect him. Right. Uh, and then at times last year, we were just able to line up and run the ball right at people. I mean, we beat Powell by the last eight minutes. We didn't give him the ball back. And, and literally, we lined up in a formation and said, hey, we're going to run power right here. And if you stop it, you get the ball back. If you don't stop it, you won't get the ball back. And we held on to the ball for the last eight minutes of the game That's to, to end it. So That's awesome. Yeah. Um, it, it, was, it, was, it was really cool. I don't know if you saw the end of that game. You know, we had the ball. Uh, they called a timeout with 44 seconds left. Uh, in high school, the play clock's 40 seconds. So the last play of the game, uh, Tucker, Tucker got it, ran backwards for about 40 yards. He had a four-yard 40-yard loss on the last play of the game, but we ran those four seconds off, and they didn't have another timeout to stop it. Wow. So <laughs> wow. We lost a lot of our rushing yards there on our last play, but so. it was worth it to get the W. Drew Aikens, uh, of course, Walker Valley head football coach, and we're encouraging folks uh, all week long when we're talking to you guys. Uh, the tickets are $10, and you can buy them at the door at Finley Stadium. It's $10 a night. But if you're a Walker Valley fan, go to Walker Valley, the Booster Club, or to Coach Aikens, either one, and buy them through you guys, and then 100% of the money, the proceeds, go back to the school of your choice, right? 
No doubt, man. And, and listen, I can't be, uh, I can't thank the, the, the company enough for just the opportunity to sell those tickets. One of, first of all, that's a, that's a big time fundraiser for us. Yeah. Uh, to, you know, be able to sell t- tickets at $10 and keep 100% of that profit. That's a big deal. Uh, but just the, the, the publicity that the Jamboree brings, I, I just, it, it's such a cool event. And then to be able to play in that stadium, uh, at Finley and to feel what it feels like to be down there and the whole city there to watch it's It's such a cool event. And, and you know, it's a long drive for a 20 minute running clock, but it's something that there's a reason why it's three nights and every high school in the area chooses to do it. And it's because it's such a cool opportunity for our kids, uh, to be able to do that at that field and, and, uh, in front of all those people. It, it's, it's awesome, and I'm no so thankful for, for the opportunity to be there. Drew, appreciate your time, my man. Good luck, and uh, we'll see you down at the Jamboree and uh, throughout the season, man. Keep up the good work. All right, guys. I, I appreciate you having me on, and let me talk about my kids, man. It's you got a, it. It's a big deal for me. It's something we're passionate about, so thank you, guys. Good. Yeah. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it, Coach, very much.